Hey, so it's me again, B. I don't know why it would be a different person, but, um, <coughs> sorry. <laughs> um, well, welcome back to, um, Podcast of Idiots. I finally named my podcast after sitting there for, like, an hour, not an hour, just, like, a while, thinking about what the name should be. And I just decided on Podcast of Idiots. Um, before I forget to say this, um, I realize that I've been having some audio issues because I, like, move my phone around a lot, and I think that makes the audio weird. Wait, like, something like that. I don't know if that made any noise, but, like, I've been trying to fix that. (laughs) So, hopefully the audio doesn't go, like, really weird this time. Um, I should probably just get into what I'm going to talk about. Oh, what I'm going to talk about is, like, stories from when I was younger, or just stories from school. So, like, I shared this podcast with a few of my friends, so if they see this, then, like, hi, I know this is cringy, please don't, like, laugh at me for 12 minutes straight. Thank you. I love you guys. Mwah. Okay, so, um, I think this is just, I don't know if this is generally a story, it's just like a mashup of different things that I remember from my childhood. So, like, I don't remember anything from my toddlerhood. I remember that I went to a daycare that was, like, really far away from my house for some reason, but, um, I had a dog named Suki, who was three when I was born. She's a yellow Labrador, she passed away last year, or the year before, I think, um, Anyhow, the only thing I really remember about daycare is that one time I was getting picked up from daycare and my dog was in the front seat and I was like, ooh, Suki's in the front seat. She's going to drive the car. Oh my God, such funny joke. Um, Because that was how my third, not third grade, (laughs) three-year-old brain worked. But um, anyhow, I remember a couple things about my house, like, It was really small. It was conjoined with a bunch of other houses, but it had a really big neighborhood. And, like, Halloween was the best in that neighborhood because everybody, like, it was a rich neighborhood, I would say. So everybody had, like, these big, spectacular houses who would give out, like, king-size Kit Kats and shit. So, like, it was pretty neat. Um, But I remember um, from, like, till... To, like, age seven, I had a really big fear of skeletons. Um, and I think I got over that because I realized that I have a skeleton in my own body. But anyways, so, like, down the street, um, there was one house that was really into Halloween. And they had Halloween decorations in their garage, like, to prepare for every year. And it just so happened that there was one, they had a decoration that was, like, a hanging skeleton. And whenever I would, like, go with a, go on a walk with my parents in the neighborhood, I and we would, like, go by that house and I would freak out. <laughs> so, like, we would either always have to take a different path or, like, avoid that house. Just, like, cover my eyes or something. Um, also, I remember that, like, just, like, a really walk, like, a really close walking distance from my house, there was, like, a supermarket plaza thing so we basically just walked to get all our groceries it was pretty dope um 
also, um, so, like, we had two yards, right? So there was the front yard, which was really boring, and then the backyard that was bigger. And I remember I spent most of my time in the backyard. I have a couple of stories I could share. So, like, from, like, my earliest age, I remember I would always wake up before my mom um, and turn on the TV. But then I, I also remember that I really liked the dog treats that my mom got for my dog. Like, I thought they tasted really good. So what I would do is that I would take my dog out to the backyard so that they wouldn't hear me, and I would just eat the dog treats with my dog. And soon my mom found out, so she thought, like, okay, my poor innocent child shouldn't be eating dog treats. So she hid them, not hid them, she put them up on the refrigerator because she thought I wouldn't be able to get them. But I piled up chairs when she wasn't looking and got the dog treats, I think. That's how it happened. Um, but I got in really big trouble for that. <laughs> um, like, it was worth it, though. I don't remember what kind of dog treats those were, and I probably wouldn't eat dog treats again today, but, like, you know. <laughs> um, okay, a couple other stories. I know this is boring. But in the front yard, I would... Okay, wait, so, like... Never mind, never mind. Uh, Okay, so I remember, well, first of all, I had a really big fear of Teletubbies. Whenever they came on, I would, like, freak out. And that is still with, that that fear is still with me today. And I totally forgot the story I was just going to say. Oh, right, okay. So, like, across from our house, there was a house that had, like, two cats, two black cats that would always sit in the windowsill and just watch. And for the longest time, I thought they were like inanimate objects because they were so still and they would just stare out at the window. But like, you know, there would be like the off chance where their head would like move. So, you know, you knew they were real, but they would like never move. It was really hard to believe that they were like real. So, (laughs) and Okay, wait, I think that's all. Oh, wait, another thing. My mom, when she would eat avocados, by the way, avocados suck, in my opinion. Um, She would give me the outside of the avocado, like the skin, and I would make it into little boats for my toys. I don't understand why that was important to tell. I just thought that was cute. <laughs> uh, So, wow, I just realized that I talked a lot about my old house um so now i'm gonna talk about my mom's relationships okay (laughs) i don't know why i need to share this but so um when i was four i think um my mom and my dad got divorced and so like from a really young age i remember them being divorced i don't think it really affected me that much because i was really young at the time and I still wasn't, like, attached to both of my parents, I guess. Um, but, like, soon after my mom and my dad divorced, my mom got with this guy named Rich. And that did not last long. But after that, um, she met a girl named Mary. And that's the main person I want to talk about. So she dated Mary for about three years. We moved to her house pretty quickly. Um, and I think that was what taught me not to be a homophobe. Because, like... Okay, so my mom never loved Mary. She was straight, 
but she, like, didn't want to let Mary down. She wanted to see how it would go. And so, you know, Mary has a, had a very adventurous spirit. Like, she was, first of all, way older than my mom. And she would also take my mom on adventures, like, everywhere. She had a trailer, and she was planning on decorating it. Um, and they would just go to, like, any random place in the desert and camp there. Um, and I remember I was always jealous of that. Not because I wanted to adventure, but because I thought she was taking my mom away from me. And, uh... I was really upset about that. Also, Mary's house was, like, really terrifying. At night, specifically. She would play Sam Smith on, like, a, one of those, like, old CD player thingies. Um, and so, like, I would just be trying to go to sleep, and then Sam Smith and his beautiful voice would just be, like, screaming at a very high volume. And so, yeah, but that happened. Uh, well, so, like, well, the thing about Mary is that she had two cats. And there was Toma, who was an outdoor cat, and she would, like, I she didn't really like any of us, I think. But she was, like, two years old, I think. And then he, she also had a cat, a gray cat named Gray Tabby. Uh, Toma was a tortoiseshell, just so you know. Um, named, well, the, the, <laughs> I'm getting so, okay. So the great tabby, his name was Sammy, and he was an indoor cat, like, totally indoors. He would not go outdoors. And, um, he was the one I was more attached to. But, like, so I remember one day, I was probably in, like, second grade or something, but, like, I came home, and Mary was, like, really worried um, she said that she couldn't find Toma, and she thought that, like, Toma had wandered off somewhere. But she said she wasn't too worried because she knows Toma, like, comes back when she goes out adventuring. So, um, we waited for Toma, and she didn't come back, like, that day. So, the next day, we waited, and then, like, in the afternoon, when the neighbors was all, like, hey, I found, like, legs of a cat, or, like, the the backside of a cat in my yard, and I just wanted to know if that's your cat, and so she looked, and so Toma died, uh, spoiler alert, we assumed she got, like, mauled by coyotes, I remember it wasn't, I wasn't really sad because I wasn't very attached to Toma, what made me sad is because my mom and Mary were sad, and I was like, oh shit, gotta be sad now, um, (laughs) But, like, I remember in second grade, I was, I, like, pretended to take it really hard. Like, to my friends, I'd be like, oh, my cat died. I'm so sad. I'm I'm depressed. I can't go to school anymore. I'm so depressed. And, like, I really wasn't, but, you know, whatever. So this was originally going to be, like, stories about my life. But now it's just becoming, like, things in my life that have happened I guess those are stories still but um I just saw like a picture on my in my mom's bedroom and it made me think about something so like every year I live in Arizona um every year I go to Flagstaff for my birthday because my brother and I um our birthdays are two days apart 
um, he's also 17 years older than me, but, you know, whatever. So, like, he was born on August 27th, and I was born on August 29th. So, we always go to Flagstaff for, like, a four-day, three-day trip, um, which usually means I get to miss school on Thursday and Friday, which is pretty dope. Um, so, we always go to Flagstaff. We have gone to Flagstaff for, like, as long as I can remember, and now Flagstaff is basically just my second home. I don't really remember what I was going to say about Flagstaff, but I just want to say right now that Flagstaff is so, it's such an amazing place, and I don't go there to, like, ski or snowboard or anything. I go there to just see the area. I know a lot of people go to Flagstaff to ski because it's, like, the only place in Arizona that actually snows, but I just, like, I, Flagstaff is so pretty, like, it's probably the only place in Arizona that you'll find, like, natural pine trees, and a lot of them, and, like, deer, and, like, they, first of all, they have really good Mexican food, and second of all, that, like, it's just pretty, it's so pretty, like, Flagstaff is a really small town, but it has many, like, interesting shops, and it's just, it's pretty, and like for my entire life, I've wanted to go to NAU. Um, so hopefully, I'll get that privilege. I always go to their bookstore. I always buy something from their bookstore, whether it be a book or a plushie or something. I always get something there. <laughs> this just became a rant about flag stuff. Oh my god, I love flag stuff. Oh, I also love Prescott. I don't go to Prescott enough, or Prescott. People say Prescott. I hate that, but um. Prescott is like Flagstaff, but smaller. It's a very cute place. If you haven't been to Prescott or Flagstaff, I really recommend those. Um, <laughs> I guess that's all I have to say. Well, the Charlotte Hall Museum in Prescott is like my favorite museum. It's really interesting. This just, this just sounds like an advertisement to go to Flagstaff and Prescott. I promise I'm not being paid to say this. Like, it's from the heart, because, okay, so Arizona is really boring, but, like, Flagstaff and Prescott are the only places that, like, make it okay. <laughs> so, I was originally gonna talk about my elementary school before I talked about, like, Mary and stuff, but, like, I totally forgot to do that. So, I'm gonna do that now. Um, so, like... I don't know really what to say about my elementary school, actually. Like, I went to a preschool, and then my, I started elementary school at an elementary school that was really close. It's, like, it was really small. I think, um, like, every year there, there would be about, like, 200 or 300 kids, which is, like, pretty small compared to the other schools in Arizona. Like, my current school has around 600, 700 kids, I think. Um, so that's, like, double the amount. But anyways, um, so I remember in kindergarten, I had three best friends. Um, I don't really want to say their real names just in case they, like, sue me. <laughs> I mean, I didn't get permission to use their real names. So we'll just call them, uh, Riley, uh, Janky, <laughs> and, uh, Martha. So Martha, I met her first and then she um like 
introduced me to Riley and Janky. Um, and we were all best friends for like a couple years. Like we had our ups and downs, of course. And we're still friends to this day. But like, I remember that they were like the nicest people. They would get in so much drama, but like they were cool. So Martha was immature. I'll say that. She is still immature. She always liked like unicorns and princesses and specifically animals. She was big. She was a big animal lover. And she would like, if we played a game, it would always be about like animals with powers. (laughs) And then I remember like my power would always be shape-shifting because I always thought that like having a shape-shifting power would be so cool. Like, no, but like seriously, it would be because like you could just be any object or animal or anything. Okay, I'm getting off track. So Janky was like the most mature one, I think. So Martha, Riley, and I were all, we all had blonde hair and fair skin and she was the only one, I think she was like one of the only people, uh, Janky was like one of the only people in the school who was like um, African-American. And we thought that was really cool. But she was really nice. Um, she's a lesbian. I want to say that. Um, I don't know much about her, actually. Because she was really quiet. But she's really good at art. And um, I think she... I don't know. She... What I know about her family is that her dad is transgender. And her mom... So, like, her dad was a girl. She wanted to be with her mom, so she became um, a boy, so that they could be a straight couple. Um, and then um, Riley, she's very headstrong. I don't even know if she was mature or amateur. If you guys have seen Gilmore Girls, she was just Paris, like from Gilmore Girls. She was headstrong, got pretty good grades, I think. Um, she was the one who caused the most drama because she would get in arguments really quickly. Um she was very protective of us and I think I was like the one she clinged on to the most um yeah I don't know why I went to describing my old best friends but we generally um drifted apart and I met new people so in third grade there was a girl um her best friend had just left her and I felt really bad for her so we'll just call her um What's a girl name? Alexis. We'll call her Alexis. So, um, she was, like, really sad. (laughs) So I, well, Alexis and I became best friends. Um, so we were pretty good friends for a while. And then she started hanging out with other people who were more popular, which I understand if you would like that kind of attention. But, like, I met three amazing people, and I don't want to make new names right now, but, like, I'm still friends with them, and they're just amazing people. (laughs) I don't know why this became me talking about my old best friends, but, like, just enjoy it. (laughs) Oh my god, I hate myself. I think this is gonna be, like, I don't want to create a really long episode, so I'm thinking about, like, should I make this, like, Should I make two episodes, or should I just make this one really long episode? 
I think I'm just gonna make it really run one really long episode. Hopefully that doesn't like <laughs> make people bored. Okay, well whatever. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so I'm just gonna give some background on my old elementary school. Um, I don't exactly know how old it is now. I think it's like ninety four years old. Something of that sort. So like um it was a relatively small school. I think there would only be like 15 to 17 teachers at a time there and about like 200 or 300 students. So everybody basically knew each other like in the grade. It was just like a one big family, like a family tree. We made a couple family trees actually, um, but we had two recesses a day. One was in the morning. No, wait. So there was a recess before school. Like when you got there, you just hang out um, or like set up for a music thing I'll get into that later um and then there was another recess in the morning and then there was a recess after lunch so we had three recesses and then one class with like one teacher so um in third grade like okay so from third grade up you would do like a music thing also from third grade up you had the chance to do choir which I attended like eight classes and then I decided I didn't want to go anymore. But anyhow, um, <laughs> okay, so third grade you would have to do recorder, um, fourth grade you would have to do orchestra, and fifth grade was band. So I don't know why that was important, but I didn't really like recorders, I thought they were boring. Um, orchestra was like... I hated orchestra. I had a violin and it really hurt like my neck and like I didn't like the posture. Um, but it made me click with my great no, not great. My um godfather because he plays the violin and he did, wanted to give me violin classes even though I really didn't like violin. I just didn't want to hurt his feelings. Um and I loved band. I played the flute. I was very good at it. I think I was like a favorite student. But in the mornings, I would always come to set band practice up. So I really was like a favorite student because she, like the music instructor always expected me to come in early and help out. And I would do that all the time. So, you know, um, I remember like, I don't remember like why, but sometimes um, the music instructor would leave out lollipops for us if we were, like, good for some reason. Um, and me and this other girl would always rush to the blue raspberry lollipops before anybody else could. And I thought that was really cool. Oh, oh, wait, wait. Never mind, I probably shouldn't talk about that. Okay, well, I should probably stop talking about my elementary school. This is, like, a really boring podcast, I just realized. So I think that's all I should talk about. Once again, I really need to get, like, an outro motto. Right now, it's just, like, have a nice day. So, like, have a nice day. But if it's nighttime, then have a nice night. Please get some sleep. Like, staying up is not worth it because you're going to be, like, falling asleep in class. I know people say that all the time, but, like, it's true. Please get some sleep. Do your homework if you haven't already. Or maybe you don't have homework. I don't think like adults are gonna be like listening to this so you probably have homework um
and if it's morning, then, well, just have a good day. Uh, <laughs> now I'm thinking of, like, if you can't force someone to have a good day unless you, like, monitor their day and make sure everything goes well. I want to talk about my love for the Truman Show next episode. I'm going to have to mention that. All right. Well, have a nice day or night or afternoon or morning. Like, um, please be be good people. <laughs> Don't do anything illegal. Um, yeah. Bye.